The following audio is via a Skype call. You are listening to E3 Influence Radio. Own your impact. Master your world. In this new hit show, Sarah Luce, empowerment coach and spiritual mentor, teaches us how our influence affects everything and everyone. The time is now to enlighten our minds, empower our hearts, and take energized action to raise the consciousness of our planet. Sarah shows us how with simple, easy-to-implement steps. Get ready to achieve your greatest potential. E3 Influence Radio starts now. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I'm Dr. Pat, and I am here. I am here with Sarah Luz. Today, everybody, I have so been waiting to tell all of you about this. You know, my life is so cool sometimes where I know that our folks are working on things like Sarah, and they're working, 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 and you can see it take form and shape and beauty. And, you know, this is the way they were looking. This is the way they're looking to the world now. And today's show is not just about sharing E3 Influence Radio with you and Sarah Luz, how to own your impact, master your world. It's not just about that. It's about watching something that the world so needs right now grow, flower, bloom, get out there, spread the seeds of it all. And what, like we like to say, positivity rules. Sarah, thank you so much for today. I did a brief introduction because I know we're going to talk about what you've created, your journey, and what you're so excited about. Thank you. It's so great to be here. I'm thrilled to be back, Pat. Thanks. Yeah. Um, Listen, you have been working uh, so beautifully and so busily, you, Miss Jessica, and you've created something new. But let's talk about this from the perspective of this thing we're calling E3. Mm -hmm. But today, what does it mean, as all of us have been, what does it mean to be in that hot seat? Now, anytime my butt starts to feel a little bit warm, (laughs) I I know we're on to something big. How does that feel for you? (laughs) I, you know, I actually love it. I've always said, like, when you're uncomfortable, something big's about to happen. So um, I say that to everybody I work with. And instead of fear, like, stepping back from it and recoiling or, you know, getting in fear mode, just what if we got to embrace it and go, oh, yeah, we're about to birth something really awesome. So, yeah, that's the the first part of this um this show today. I really wanted to talk about what it means to be in the hot seat. Mm-hmm. And I think. A lot of people today are starting to feel that discomfort and recognizing there's so much going on in the world, and they're feeling called to step up in a bigger way. And and the programs that I'm doing now are really about all the people out there who are impacting the lives of others, who are, um, you know, there are a lot of really famous leaders in history who have done Mm -hmm. this, like Gandhi and Martin Luther King, Mother Teresa, other people. And so many people don't believe that they could make an extraordinary contribution in that same way. And I disagree. I think Mm -hmm. it's about if you feel called, you're like in the hot seat, like feeling like I'm being asked to do more. I'm being asked to lead in a better way. I'm being asked the world needs me in some capacity. 
then I really want to help people understand how to do that, how to step into their most extraordinary selves. And recognizing, you know, how to do that is really about knowing that you're a multidimensional being and that you, you know, most people try to lead and try to be everything that they can possibly be from their headspace. Mm-hmm. A lot of leaders are leading from their headspace today, and we see yeah. the damaging effects of that, right? Yeah, 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 we are. And, you know, part of this, too, is from where you sit, where I sit, it's looking at the people that are not leading from their headspace, but from their heart space, from their soul space. Right. And, you know, what we're watching being created all over the world it, it really is riveting, isn't it, when we see that? But sometimes, Sarah, I don't know that we know so much about am I leading from that or am I leading from this? Absolutely. I fully agree. I actually think that there are a lot of people who have even been on a spiritual path mm-hmm. who have are still so caught up. I'm going to use the word mechanics. Mm-hmm. They're so much in the mechanics of that practice that they haven't actually, I say they haven't really dropped in. And so there might be brief little glimpses of what it feels like to be a spirited being or being connected to really your higher source. Um, I And being led by in spirit, you know, instead of saying inspiration, I call it inspirited Asian, like really aware of, you know, there's your smaller self and your capital S self. Mm-hmm really being led by that part of us that's our highest, highest self and knowing, you know, at any and all times, what's the truth of what's best for us. But we can be, we can absolutely get confused and led by something else. The ego can be really tricky. The ego can be really interesting because it tends to run our program. So it says you're doing the right thing. You're on the right path. Yeah, let's do this. But so I'd really like to take a little time today to talk about how you do differentiate. Like, how do you Mm -hmm. know if you're if you're really connected to your higher self, to spirit, to whatever um, that term is for you that allows you to be an influence for positive change? Mm. Well, you know, all of us look at our lives and we look at some of the things we're doing and we look at how we do it. And, you know, the question is really, and I knew, I knew this uh, uh, quite a few years back, it's all in the how, how yeah. we do things. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because um, I was, uh, I think people are plugged into the Olympics now. And I'm really struck by a couple things uh, it, so far. So far, watching these young athletes. One, okay, so I must say, if you know Dr. Pat, right, Sarah, you're not going to be so much saying, oh, she's going to watch the ice skating. No, she's not. Dr. Pat is going to watch that because, you know, Linda's staying with me. She loves that. But what's Dr. Pat watching? Oh, my gosh. When I come back, Sarah, I'm going to be like a snowboarder. And I'm going to do like the slot, you know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be like five years old. Give me the snowboard. So I'm watching this and the conditions for the slalom snowboarding Mm -hmm. are so bad with the winds coming in. They had to delay it. But the American 
says, and I can't say much more because I don't want to be a spoiler, says, let's get the game on. Come on. We can do this. We're snowboarders. We're like, bada bing, but we're, we're, come on, let's get going. And they did get going, but they made an adjustment. Instead of three qualifying uh, jumps, you had to do only two. But I watched that. Then flip side of that is the United States skating. Now, everybody on the planet believes, other than the judges, that there was a mistake. But when you watch these people and how they show up, it's about the how. Tell us. Tell us about the how. How can we become a positive influence? And what does our behavior need to look like, Sarah? Because this is the work you're doing. Absolutely. Well, the first thing is to really check in with how you feel. Absolutely. You got to check in with how you feel. And what I mean by that is um, a lot of people want to just like have a positive mindset. And that's not going to do it. Like, what's the truth of how you're feeling in your body? And I'm going to be doing a little bit about this more later in the show, but I really would like to have people check in and recognize the emotion that they're feeling because that carries a vibration. It literally does. It says like, so the majority of my day, if I'm walking around with courage or the majority of my day, am I walking around feeling shame or pride or guilt or, um, you got to label that. But the reason we do that is it starts to tell us a lot about how our mind is framed. And these athletes that you're referencing, what they've done is they've learned to tap into like their extraordinary self because they it's mind over matter kind of thing. But it's almost, I'm going to say it, energy over mind. There's yet another dimension to it where you tap into that space of, of connectedness where you feel totally at bliss. You have total confidence. And you know that if you're moving based on these principles that you learn, you have no doubt. And I think mm-hmm. that's huge because you see so many people today who are brilliant, amazing people in our category, Pat. You've got a lot. We have people who call in. They've been doing their work for a long time. I'm sure you're surrounded by lots of these examples at your station. And these people have been doing their work for a really long time. And they're right on the edge of just busting through. Mm-hmm. Doubt takes over, right? And all of this programming for the athletes and what I'm talking about to really get out there and like break through to your most extraordinary self, we dismantle doubt. We dismantle doubt from a level that is energetic, but it's also about connecting to the truth of who you are and what you're capable of so that you don't doubt anymore. Mm. Crazy powerful. So I know um, there are lots of examples. There's some great books out there that I can encourage people to read. One of my favorites is um, is a book called Stealing Fire. Mm-hmm. And these guys talk about these extreme athletes, what they tap into this place, which is, you know, we, we might call it flow. But you tap into this place in yourself where everything, there's total inner calm. And at the same time, you can see all these pictures to the equation or a puzzle or whatever, like in front of you, just quietly, perfectly laid out. And then you know exactly how to respond. So most of these extreme athletes are actually including like Navy SEALs and people like that. They're all, they've learned how to tap into that state, um, which is really about being connected to this, this immense inner calm and inner higher uh, connection. 
And it's not just, you know, it's, it's bigger than mindfulness. It's bigger than just meditation, um, mm-hmm. really connecting to this thing inside ourselves that, that is, um, that leads you to be, be able to do things that were, that are in the past, not even like in your wheelhouse. You're like, I, I would never. And then they actually, you get addicted to it is the truth because uh-huh. it's so incredible. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know some of the work you do is really looking at how we show up in the world, you know, and how our energy patterns are creating and what those energy patterns mean. I know we're going to be talking more about that throughout the show later on. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about this uh, incredible work that Sarah is doing. She's going to tell you what it is and why this has come to her now. But one of the things you want to remember is, what does E3 influence mean to you? Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. spirituality into your everyday lives on universe soul heart radio tune in each month on transformation talk radio as kathleen johnson explores the concept of sensible spirituality keeping you grounded connected and centered on the path to wholeness kathleen has dedicated her life to facilitating holistic healing and wholeness in others listen to universe soul heart radio and learn how to flourish grow and impact all we do on planet earth for more information go to universesoulheart.net Tune in to the hit show, Raging Skillet Radio, mouthing off with Chef Rossi. Chef Rossi mouths off about different subjects in pursuit of breaking down walls and opening up your minds. She and Dr. Pat banter back and forth, taking from the headlines of the day on subjects that reach beyond what goes on in the world into your hearts. And go to theragingskillet.com to find out more and let Chef Rossi know what's on your mind. Holistique Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistique Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Are you traveling most of your day? Do you want to take Transformation Talk Radio with you anywhere you go? Well, guess what? There's an app for that. Just go to the App Store on your Apple device or the Google Play Store on your Android and search Transformation Talk Radio. Catch all of our live shows no matter where you are. Thanks for listening. Tune into the wisdom of your soul for guidance on living a joyful life. On Soul Wisdom Radio, Wendy will provide inspiration to raise your vibration and connect with your higher self and guides. Learn how to balance your ego and to progress spiritually on Soul Wisdom Radio with Wendy Rose Williams. Visit wendyrosewilliams.com or Transformation Talk Radio to learn more about a healing session with Wendy and her events and publications. The Janice Underwood Show. 
helping you create the life you want, not the life you tolerate. Tune in each Monday, 9 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio as Janice delves into the life creator system and the next step in your spiritual evolution. Janice Underwood is gifted at helping spiritually minded people shift their mindsets to unleash the creator within. Our souls wish to wake us up. Those of us listening hear the call. Do you? For more information, visit JaniceUnderwood.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome back. I'm so thrilled to be talking with Sarah Luce today. It's been great to watch how the creative process works, but also it's really amazing when you step in and start to do some things that just bring joy to you. And that is what E3 Influence Radio is about. That's what E3 Influence is about. And, you know, Sarah, before we get back into this here, how can people find out more about you? How can they find out more about your current work? Awesome. Yeah, just go to my website. It's saraloose.com. It's S-A-R-A-L-O-O-S.com. I love it. And so here, look, we were talking about the how before. Mm-hmm. And how we go about something in life really sets the pattern of energy for things. You know, so many people focus on results, 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 but energy is energy. And, you know, there are so many ways we can talk about this. But that's one of the things that you're talking about here in E3 Influence. You're not just talking about the end game, of course, of success, but how we get there. So I want to talk with you a little bit more about that and how this program, you know, teaches uh, this idea of a new narrative on mastery. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. So I think what's really important is when we talk about the how, it's the energy in which we're doing things. And um, there's a great book. It's been out there for years. And most of us have visited it or read it a long time ago. And I think it's even more um, current now based on everything happening in the world. And that is the book um, by David Hawkins, um, Power Versus Force. And what I like to, I like to work with that um, information a lot because Dr. Hawkins actually did over 30 years of research in various areas that I use a lot in my work, one of those being applied kinesiology, muscle testing. So it shows that you always have the truth and you always have the answers. But really importantly, it's like the way in which we are working or being, frankly, the way in which we're being has energy. And, um, you know, are we working? So, you know, as the title says, power versus force, are we working with power which is when we're really connected. And that's the stuff that I teach people how to be is really connected so that they're working with their most powerful self. Are you working with force? And the difference is that someone who is a leader working with power is really not thinking of themselves as better than anyone else. They just recognize that they're more fortunate than others. And people who are working with power will also recognize that their responsibility is really about influencing and in a way that benefits everybody in the greatest way for all. And all of these there throughout the book, there are these wonderful examples of a leader performing in a power mode versus a force mode. And 
and set and what you notice is in a simple way mm-hmm. how is really um this is one of his quotes from the book it says power always results in a win-win solution and force produces win-lose situations so you can look across what's happening in our world and go are we really focused on the win-win for everyone or are there people being hurt or um disempowered or whatever as a result of our actions. Another great quote that he says, and I love this, is that success comes as the automatic consequence of aligning one's life with higher power energy patterns. And so what I like to do is really get, as I said before, like if you really think about what is the energy that you're working with on a day-to-day basis, like on an average, what is your energy vibration, your pattern? And he helps you actually decode that in his book. So I use that and then I take it a little bit further. So I'm really about helping people understand how to be relational leaders, meaning that whatever we're doing, we're looking at how you can be as a leader in your field, the best you can be and in fact affect other people in the highest good for everybody. So across the the board, it is win-win. And, you know, I don't believe that's altruistic. I know for a fact that there have been many leaders who have led in this way, who have impacted the world in a huge, wonderful, beautiful way. And it's because they are really working with power and under and recognizing their capacity to get past the ego and get past the things. And the ego is the biggest part of it, of course, the ego patterns and the ego patterns, by the way, they're really all about survival. So I'm going to break this down in a really quick way. If if you could stop and say, am I acting like my seven-year-old self or <laughs> acting like uh, my very evolved, enlightened self in any given situation, you have your answer. The seven-year-old self, and it could be a different age, I'm just using that, you know, tends to be around that age. They're all about, I have to fight to get what I need. I have to fight because I expect people to be pushing back at me. You know, they're really all, it's all about self, little self, small s. And the enlightened being part of us, as we've evolved and worked with really gotten in touch with our power centers and understand how to ignite that on any given situation like that could be in our home life it could be at our work life it could be in the community that we are a leader there however it is when you're leading from power in that place it's much more relational so you're looking out for the good of everyone and you don't have those defensive reactionary responses and that's that's really what i'm excited to teach people how to do because so much of the leadership in our world today is reacting instead of responding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I love this because, you know, now we know in the world we live in the internet, the fast pacedness of what we've done, right. Um, That once we get it out there, the thing, once we have the thing out there, whatever it is we say, whatever it is we do, I'm not saying that we cannot reverse it. Right. We're not saying that we cannot reverse it. What we're saying is it's extremely difficult to take something back. Mm-hmm. And you you've developed stages of the program to help people with this in a way that they don't have to take anything back. 
Right. That's a great way of phrasing it. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to jump into that. So, um, yeah, E3, what is E3 all about? So E3 is really, there are three steps and our stages. And the first one is enlightened minds. So we enlighten the mind. And what that means is we work with um, the ego and we talk about what are the patterns? When I talked about your survival mechanisms, what are the patterns that you go to um, how you're being um, on a day-to-day basis and how the ego shows up. So in that is a lot of work with limiting beliefs. It's a lot of work with your um, survival mechanisms. It's a lot of work with shedding. If you've got an old story that isn't serving you, a lot of people have stories and man, it's funny how they want to hold on to them. And I'm like, really? Can we pack that away and create a new story? But um, how long that enlightening mind's peace working with someone depends truly on how much they want to hold on to their old story, their old identity. It's incredible how powerfully quick when we say I'm really exhausted and tired of this identity that's not serving me. If you let go of it, how quickly you can step through to a, a bright, empowered identity. And we can get the ego pretty quickly to support us instead of restrict us. So that's the enlightening minds piece and really getting that your brain and what you think, well, you might be the most brilliant person in the world. And I've met a lot of brilliant leaders to get from a place of pride and ego pride being, I'm so brilliant. I'm so brilliant. I'm so brilliant that they surrender the mind and allow this higher self heart connection, soul spirit connection level, because that that level, we are spirit beings in human bodies. When the spirit takes over with that brilliant mind, oh, it's incredible. So the second part of that is, as I was saying, the, the empowered heart. So phase two is when you actually tap into that higher self, that spirit self, every single one of us spirit being. And when you surrender the mind and you actually get the ego to stop chattering and, you know, berating you and trying to lead the show and you have action ways, actionary ways of getting the heart to give you guidance. And that means what I love in power versus force, Dr. Hawkins actually proves that you can measure Are you, in fact, in a place of having the truthful answers of my next step should be this? Is this true or not true? And he proves it. And we many of us have been working with, you know, pendulums or applied kinesiology, muscle testing for years. What I love about his book is that for all those naysayers out there, it actually shows 30 some years of research going. It's it's absolutely completely 100 percent accurate, predictable, and true. There is a mechanism in our body that says, I will give you the answers to what's best for you, which is extraordinary. So we teach you how to tap into that and then work without doubt to step into your truth and always showing up with actions that serve the highest good of all, including yourself. Mm -hmm. And then the last one is that energized action. It's like, okay, now that I have all that, And I think Pat in candidness, you know, where I've been working with people in the past is I was doing a great job, I think, of doing step one and two. And then it was like, then it dropped off. And it's like, where do we go from here? And I started really being aware of like the energized action part. The step three is so important. It's like, you've done all this work. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to just sit on it? 
Are you just going to let it be like, okay, this was cool. That was fun. It's a hobby I have. And I think our world really is calling for us to, to step out of, of the, like the spiritual paths that we're doing, the work that we're doing and just having it hidden on the side. We're really being called those of us, if you were called to do the work, if you're called to be interested in this stuff, it's because it's resonating on a soul level with you. And then it's like, okay, what are we going to do with it? So in, in the book, Power Versus Force, one of the things that really caught my attention, you know, a lot of us are in this mode right now of, oh my gosh, the world, there's so much going wrong in the mm-hmm. world. I keep having so many past clients and stuff just say, Sarah, I don't even know how you keep going because it's <laughs> just so, so disheartening what's happening in our world. And what I am holding fast and tight to, because I really know this to be the truth. And then I reread that book again in the last several months. And what um, Hawkins says is that, you know, while 85% of our population might be at the lower vibrational levers, levels, which is basically um, um, in in those levels of no impact, no power, yeah. total yeah. mode, I'm doing everything yeah. by force. The top few, like the 5% of people at the higher levels, because how high their levels of energy is, how high that empowerment is within them, and that higher state of of being, they're actually able to massively influence and change the tide for everybody else. Yeah. Reminds me of another great book, The Tipping Point. Yeah. We're at that place where there's so many of us doing the work well and choosing to step in with energized action, stepping up going, no, I'm doing this now. I'm not hiding anymore. I'm going to do this, that we have the capacity to change, tip literally the entire population into a new higher consciousness stream. And that's certainly what I choose to do. That's why I'm here. It's what my program's all about. And I know it's not just for me. Um, as I said with you, we had some beautiful conversations about how my work works. Mm-hmm. And you asked me a really pointed question, and I loved it. It's like, you know, what do you really want to do? And I said, I want to influence influencers, right? Right. Yes, that's I, right. I remember that for sure. It's because good. it's being honest and answering that question yeah. that people have difficulty doing, don't you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why I said when you really have dropped to this level that I'm talking about, doubt disappears because you just feel so clear and confident that it that, you know, if your next step and the most important steps to take from here, you you can't be stopped. I mean, you genuinely can't be stopped. And that's what I want to ignite in so many other people. And, you know, if I can, I want to take a quick pause and say, when I've talked about this with so many people that I've worked with in the past who love doing this, they say, but Sarah, you, I, I, I'm so confused. Or you, you mean you're walking away from like the women and moms and people that you've worked with? And I'm like, absolutely not. What I'm trying to get people to recognize is that there, wherever you are, you are a magnificent circle of influence already. If you're a mom, you're influencing your family. How are you showing up? What are your actions in your being? How are you influencing your children in that next generation? And if you are, you know, there's so many people out there who think that they have no influence. That is absolutely wrong. Wherever right. you are, you have a magnificent, magnificent circle of influence. So it's to recognize 
so that you're not just doing this work as a hobby or for some like I'm enjoying this. It makes me feel better. It's like, how about if we did this work because we can change the world? Yeah. And I love that we're talking about this because uh, I think part of the conversation has to do with most of the people that are listening to the show may not relate to this because they don't see themselves as influencers. And I think what your message is, we are all influencers. And I love that about moms. I mean, I don't really know a population of people right now. And by the way, all of the digital media studies are pointing to this fact. Moms over 35 today are one of the most influential groups of people because their buying power is enormous. But more importantly, they are at a ridiculously above average percentage of smartphone users and internet users on the smartphone. They are by far one of the leading groups, not just in the U.S., Sarah, all over the world. They yeah. don't leave their house without it. They're listening to podcasts on it. They listen to this show on it. And so, uh, you know, for you to be able to say, I'm not leaving anybody behind. That's pretty much what you're saying. That is what I'm saying. And and I really, I'm, I'm glad we take a pause on the mom's piece or that, mm-hmm. the, um, that age group because they're embracing technology. And that's really, I want to be really clear about this. My background, my whole, my past life background before I got into my mm-hmm. work was corporate America marketing. And, you know, the internet has become, because of technology and our advancement in that arena, it has become the medium. I mean, it used to be TV, radio, whatever, and maybe that stuff still goes, you know, it does exist, of course, but Mm -hmm. real masses are on the internet and they're using social media. So it's like, what is your messaging and how are you conveying yourself? You know, what do you can, what do you, what's your brand and your brand is you. It's who are you and what's your brand and how is it communicating to others? And are you using that in a way that's just about pride or shame or, you know, all these lower vibration things that really take people to lower levels of consciousness? Or could you actually recognize that? I mean, especially if you've mastered social media, I am begging you. How about showing up with higher levels of consciousness? How about recognizing that your message, there's so many people, if you've got the followers and the likes, there's so many people listening to you. What are you saying? Who are you being when people are listening? Um, It's a beautiful example of, yes, you are an influencer. Could you be a positive influencer for positive change? Right. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's what we're talking about. And then also let's go ahead and skip this break if we could, because, you know, part of this is stopping and looking at, you know, what things are showing up in what what you're calling step up. And I love this because um, I just had a change to one of the things we're going to be talking about here soon. And what I realized is everybody needs hope. But it is hope in action. It is getting off the couch. It is opening up your browser. All of that is sort of a next thing. And that's part of what you're also doing that's so massively important. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, when I, when I said, let's, let's play this game of like step up and like walk, you know, it's like calling yourself at your stuff. So step up and let's really take a moment to recognize where you are and what it, what message, energy message, let's call it that energy message you're sending to the world. So, um, Pat, if I can, I'm just going to, I'm going to play a game with people for a second, right? Sure. So, um, I like to do a lot of things with their eyes closed and that's just because it allows the ego to stop talking to us and kind of like just settle down. So if you would just everybody close your eyes for a minute and, um, you know, take breath and just, if you can collect and recognize what you feel in your body, if you can label that feeling, um, if there's a word that is an emotion, um, and just what you're feeling in your body. And so a lot of us, this is kind of early morning and you've gotten to work maybe, or um, just kind of started your day. And it's especially a good time to check in because whatever you're waking up with is tends to be a huge statement of like what you're carrying around the majority of your life, honestly, unless you're doing some things to shift that energy. So what I want to talk about is, is how your feeling is actually has a vibration. And I've, I've included, by the way, on my website, if you go to the transformation talk radio for the E3 radio and E3 influence radio page, sarahloose.com too, there is a link to this. So I want you to really encourage you to go over and find this link to Dr. Hawkins work. And there's this beautiful chart of your emotions. And it's wonderfully enlightening to see what you're working with and where the vibration is. So, and he called it his map of consciousness. Now, how amazing that you can actually equate your level of consciousness, your evolution in consciousness, with the emotions you feel. And, you know, a lot of people don't connect that, but it's why most of the work is about how you feel, right? So, for example, our goal is really to always be above at least a 200 calibration. And um, in the back of the book, he teaches you how to actually calibrate yourself. I do that also when I work with people. But so much of our population are at these lower levels. For example, like if you're feeling... Um, today you had fear and you realize that you walk around with a lot of fear, um, then fear is only vibrating at a hundred. So you're dramatically below the level of 200, which is where it's the baseline. It's like neutral and you need to start from there. By the way, 200 is courage and affirmation. And what he says about courage is that courage is the zone of exploration, of determination. And at the lower levels, the world seems to be hopeless, sad, frightening, and frustrating. But at this level of courage, life seems to be exciting, challenging, and stimulating. And I'd love to think that those listening in on the show, you know, and all the things that Pat's doing here with Transformation Talk Radio, hopefully you've at least reached that level of courage where you're really feeling excited and stimulated by the things that you're learning. But so many people are actually working from a level of pride and pride is below 200, for example. And what happens when we're in a level of, in a, in a zone, the level of pride is what we tend to be doing is we're demanding of other people. 
People see us as we're constantly demanding things of them. And then if you go to anger, which is a level below that, we're really um, antagonistic. So if you're constantly kind of picking fights and just trying to prove other people wrong, shockingly, there is desire and desire falls below anger. And um, it's interesting when you look at what that really means. Desire is really about craving and you feel like you're always being disappointed, which feeds that that um, dialogue that you think that there's lack in the world and there is no lack. So that's where that comes from. It's like, I don't have, so therefore I can't even, I can't have anger and pride. <laughs> I have so much lack. So when you really break this down and look at it, it's incredible. So what we wanted, what we want to do is get to this vibration of at least neutrality, which is about trusting and everything's okay. It's satisfactory. And ultimately to willingness, which is optimism and optimism. And like you said, Pat, it's this level of hopefulness. Um, so what I really am encouraging people to do is to spend some time looking at what is the major emotion that mm-hmm. you in your life with, and could you have an actual shift in your power dynamic? And that's what it is. Can we actually just shift our dynamic? So what's fabulous is to know that you, if you only make one step up, you dramatically shift the entire consciousness of the planet. One step yeah. One yeah. step. I'm yeah. not asking you to go five steps. So what I play with people on is especially people who have a really rough story or they're stuck deep in their story, at least. And, you know, mm-hmm. there are many stories and um, everybody is hurting in some way. That is the human condition. But if they're really stuck deep in their story, I at least play this game as the tool I wanted to give you everybody today. I always want to show up with something that you can work with, even if you're not working with me personally and privately. Um, that if you could just take this chart and choose to step one, one level up, one level forward. So if today you woke up and you're feeling a lot of anger, could you get to pride? Could you just get to pride? Which is about instead of being antagonistic with people, could you be like you, you get to go to demanding people. <laughs> Anger is really about hating your situation. Could you get to a place that's just a little bit one step higher and then play the game with yourself in that state? Could you just go, I can go one step higher. And because all of this work is completely about raising the consciousness that you're working with so that you can raise the consciousness of the entire planet. Well, and and I think that's what we're trying to do here is recognize, first of all, when you're working with people under E3 influence, what you're saying is, wait a minute, that's you. Mm -hmm. You can do that. And isn't that really the change that you're wanting to bring? It's not the 1% of the world. And that's usually what we look at when we talk about success and influence. You're saying, no, we can all do it because of the ripple effect, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I I genuinely haven't met a person. I've had a lot of people come to me that feel they're incredibly broken, who have the worst stories and it's and I get challenged. It's like, oh yeah, you you, you can change anybody? I bet you can mm-hmm. change. And I love that challenge. I genuinely believe that each and every person has the capacity. We are spiritual beings. 
And when you actually take that in and you understand that the majority of your life has probably been led up until this point, not connecting to your spiritual being, because nobody taught you that, right? I mean, we're literally, Pat, in a day and age, which is beautiful that we're learning that we have this other dimension, that we have the spiritual side to us. And even if, you know, people are rejecting religion because of whatever story you have there, you you can't get away from the fact that you're a spiritual being. Mm-hmm. And when you get people to connect to that, the change and positive influence direction in your life happens just it's remarkably it's miraculously fast yeah yeah and then you're also though um you're working now with people worldwide on this so this is an infinite an invitation for people today for self-mastery and i want to make sure we know how people can find out more about that and also about um what this means to them what is that invitation to self-mastery Yeah. Well, I really believe that self-mastery is that point in time when you have the capacity to drop into your spirit self, like literally connect to your spirit side and ask the question, what's next? Mm -hmm. And you don't, you literally don't take a step. You don't make a decision. You don't speak. You don't respond, react, anything until you're very clear that you're coming from that perspective. And not many people do that. Honestly, very few people do that in the world today. I mean, truly the masters are doing that. And I am, I have learned how to, I have learned, I've definitely learned how to do it myself, but more importantly, more importantly, is that I've learned how to teach other people how to do that too. And it doesn't have to take lifetimes. I mean, you know, in the past we've had spiritual leaders who taught um, uh, meditation and even there are people struggling with meditation. And I think it's because we put too many rules around it. Mm-hmm. Rules are for your mind. Rules yeah. are that your mind has to connect to and then your ego gets engaged. What if we don't have so many rules and I just start talking to you about how it feels and what you're looking for and it becomes more, it becomes less cognitive and it Mm -hmm. becomes more of how you can literally feel it in your body. And then from there, so it's, I I call it backdooring. Yeah, yeah, right, (laughs) right. And (laughs) when we do that, it's, it's incredible what happens. And that is open to every single person. And it is open. I do most of my work by um, Skype or by phone. So it doesn't matter where you live. I've been working with people all over Europe in the last few months and here in the U.S. and in Australia. Um, haven't haven't worked with anybody from Asia yet, but uh-huh. um, I'd love to do that. Um, but yeah, it's open. It's an open invitation to step into the most exquisite version of yourself so that you can live the life it's beyond the life of your dreams because most people you'll recognize that from this perspective, what you've dreamed about feels insignificant now. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I'm, I mean, and this is part of the shift that I think we're all not just discovering along the way to becoming ourselves, but the shift that opens up the door so that, you know, self mastery is what we really have show up in our lives as opposed to this elusive 
dream or this elusive sense of being that we think we can never have. And what you've put together is a way to get from where you are today to where you want to go. And this is part of your coaching program, your team coaching, and all of the above. And so let's talk about what this journey might look like for someone, because this is the time where we have to be 100% in the yes. You know, Sarah, one of the things that we're doing now, when we talk to people all over the world that want to take their voice out into the world, we used to think about this differently. One of the first questions we talk to people and ask them is, are you all in? And we're not asking you, are you all in with us? Are you all in? for your dream, your desire, how to get from where you are today, where you want to go. Because if you're not all in, you're going to get back to you that portion that you were all in and not the rest, right? And and we settle, but in self-mastery, there is no settling. Absolutely not. There's zero settling. But uh, And I'm going to change it just a little bit. For mm-hmm. what I what I've experienced is that when you get to this level that I'm talking about, the self mastery, then all the things that challenge you don't aren't aren't a struggle anymore because mm-hmm. the challenges you see them and they become your friends because you can literally see challenges like when you say, "Am I all in?" Anybody you say that to, there's a little thing that rides up in the middle. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Can I do this? Can I do this? Because we all we're still human. Mm-hmm. And then humanity, it's going to make us kind of go, I don't know. I don't know. But the mastery part goes, oh, look at that. That's that's that doubt again. And that doubt has no reason for being anymore. I remember who I really am. I remember and by the way, remember, I love that term. It's remembering coming mm. back to the body. So it's connecting your spirit self to your body and knowing like the power that you are. And then that, that voice disappears. So it's super powerful because I, I work with lots of levels of people, like people who've done no work whatsoever. And then for them, it's like, they like to laugh and say it's like therapy on, you know, like an express train or on acid, because we get through stuff so fast, so, so fast. The second level of people are those who've done a lot of therapy and maybe they've done a little bit of, of kind of spiritual self-development work. And I break the rules on how we're going to talk about things so that they have breakthroughs faster. I'm all about accelerating this growth to be candid. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm, love nothing more than accelerating the growth. And then there are those who have done a ton of work and there's that little, little inkling thing that holds them back. Still, we can't have things holding us back anymore because I really believe that every person on this planet in touch with your spiritual side, you are such a brilliant light and you're a force to change so much around you in a positive way that you can't have anything holding you back anymore. So I teach Mm -hmm. how to eliminate that doubt so that you can fully jump forward. Let's do this. You know, it's like, I love you say that all the time, right, Pat? Let's do this. Yeah. So it's a way to learning 
how to step beyond your comfort zone and embrace like it's like I'm ready to step beyond my comfort zone. I welcome stepping beyond my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And you discover that everything that is generally the word bliss is is in that is in that space. And what you think is blissful right now, not so much. We're, t- we're really attached to a lot of things in our consciousness that we think we need, you know, like material things and the way we look and whatever. And a lot of, I think a lot of people probably hearing me, like all of a sudden your ego goes, wait, because <laughs> to hold on to that stuff. And I'm not saying you can't be beautiful and have a beautiful home and all of that. I'm not saying that goes away. It's just, you have a new perspective on what really, really matters to you. And then you don't end up fighting and struggling to maintain. Like I always use the term, hold up that tent. Yeah. You won't be struggling and fighting in your life Mm -hmm. to hold up that tent, which is an illusion that our culture creates. Yeah. Well, let's do this. I'm so loving what you're talking about and, you know, really getting a sense from, from you that, This is so what people have been longing for, and your work is brilliant. Sarah, how can people find out more about you? How can they work with you directly? And thank you for bringing this into the world. Thank you. I I love what I do, and I just really, if you you feel called to take it up many notches, I really encourage you to get in touch with me. My website, again, is sarahloose.com. And um, it'll show you there on my website. There's a section that says work with Sarah. I do private coaching, meaning that I do. um, I work with individuals from the moms up to C-suite executives um, privately, usually by phone. If you live in my area, I can do personal coaching, but most of it we do by phone or Skype. I also do team coaching. So if you have a group of people that could be at your work, it could be a community group, it could be a board of directors. I love to do um, group dynamics and what's really happening with a group. And are you really all owning your stuff in a way so that you're serving the better good of the organization that's put you that's assembled you um and then i do um events so i love coming to organizations and we arrange a topic that's going to be the best you know the most beneficial for your organization and that's you know whether that's um about living on purpose it could be about um dealing with confrontation and conflict it could be do whatever yeah. The issue is that showing up that seems to be holding your group back. I love to do a little motivational conversations and events um, there on site with people as well. So it's mostly just um, get in touch with me by using sarahloose.com, that website. Um, there's lots of information there. And you can always reach out by um, emailing at info at Thank you for listening to E3 Influence Radio. Own your impact. Master your world. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Sarah Luce, empowerment coach and spiritual mentor, teaches us how to achieve our greatest potential to positively affect everything and everyone. If you missed any part of this show or want to find out more about Sarah Luce and her E3 Influence program, visit sarahluce.com. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.